Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, wanting to encourage men to be in God's Word. Godly men, or ones trying to be godly, to be in God's Word and to be knowledgeable upon the things of God. So I love the book of Hebrews, and we are going through it, and we're in chapter 10. So if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast, I would encourage you to, to go back, if especially if you like today. Or if you're confused with today, to go back and start at the beginning of the Hebrew study, which I think I started back in September. So if you go back to September ones, and you can follow along in the Hebrew study. But trying to encourage men to stand up and be great men of God, to be husbands that cherish their wives, and rightly to have the function of husbands. So what it is to be a husband, how do I act as a husband, what is the right way to respond, as a husband and as a father and as a man of God. So those are the kind of things. And and one of the ways to keep us moving forward, of course, is reading God's word and being humble before God and before our spouses. So I want to encourage you in that. So Hebrews chapter 10, I'm going to read the first four verses and talk about that for a few minutes. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come instead of the true form of these realities, it can never by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year make perfect those who draw near. So, everything in the Old Testament is a shadow for that which is to come. That's what he's saying right here. And everything that was done there couldn't make you perfect, wasn't designed to make you perfect. It was just designed to be a shadow of what was to come. Verse 2, Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered, since the worshipers, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. Verse 4, For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So, where is he going? Again, he's just lining up as Jesus as the perfect high priest, who once and for all, through his own blood, not the blood of bulls and goats and other animals, but through his own blood and his death, he is the Lamb of God that takes away our sins. He is the perfect sacrifice, and he does, in fact, take away all of our sins, past, present, and future. And so that's the great miracle that the author of Hebrews is trying to communicate to us in verse in chapters 8, 9, and 10. He's just kind of wrapping it up here. So here's the big deal, right? In chapter 10, he's going to go into Jesus is our great sacrifice. He has he has died. He has resurrected. He sits at the right hand of the Father. And because of the blood of Jesus being perfect in the once and for all and done for all time, we now can come into the Holy of Holies. Before that, in the shadows, there's a big curtain. And only one man could enter that Holy of Holies. And he could only do it once a year. And he even had a rope tied around him because there was a chance that he would somehow not be pleasing to God and could die and they would pull him out because you can't go into the Holy of Holies to grab him and pull him out. So they literally had that rope wrapped around him. And he would go in there with all kinds of blood sprinkled on himself and on everything and go in there to minister to God in the Holy of Holies to communion with God. So this was the man of mans in the, in the area of godly men and holy men and righteous men, right? And so... Jesus is the ultimate of this and what he, how we apply this men to our lives as husbands, as fathers, as just men is 
we can now commune in the Holy of Holies all the time. What's your excuse, right? Well, my excuse is you don't know my past, but God does. And he died on the cross and his, he has wiped away your sin. If you're his, then he has taken your sin and he's pushed it away as far as the east is from the west. So he does not remember it anymore so that you can come into his presence. He sees the righteousness of his son, Jesus Christ. And there you are communing with the Holy One of Israel, with God. Now, you want to humbly come into this place. But guys, we can go there all the time. And we should. We should be interceding again. And I've said this many, many times. Interceding for who? For our wives. For our kids. For the leaders in our church. The elders, the pastors, other ministers, other people ministering in the church, other leadership. We should be ministering. We should be praying for the leadership in our communities and in our state, in our country, and around the world. We should be in the throne room of God praying often, not once a week, not once a day, but as often as possible. And really, in one sense, Paul says, without ceasing. So I want to encourage you guys to really go into that throne room to realize that Jesus Christ paid a severe price. He died. He bled out for you and for me so that we can commune with God. So let's go there. So God, just pray for all those that ever listen to this podcast. Pray for myself and help me to be more of a prayer warrior, praying for my own wife, lifting her up. Lord, I lift her up to you. I lift up my kids and their marriages and my kids who are not married, their future marriages, if that's your will for them. Lord, for those marriages around me and around us, I just lift them up. But especially for those right now, Lord, that at any time might be listening to this podcast, God, that you would Help them to boldly come humbly into the throne room and visit with you and commune with you, especially through the reading of your word, through interceding for others, through repenting, through rejoicing, through weeping, through the ups and downs of life. God, help us to be with you in the throne room of grace. Pray all these things in the mighty, perfect high priest, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a great day, guys.